Coming Out Black is recorded on unceded Aboriginal land. We wish to acknowledge and pay our respects to our elders, past, present, and extend that respect to mob listening today. My name's Matika Little. And my name's Courtney Hagen. And we're two queer Indigenous women passionate about representation for our community. We've created this podcast to share our stories and we want you to join us on the journey. You're listening to Coming Out Black. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Neil. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yay. Um, For those of you who listened to episode one of season two, we were obviously so excited that we had a new intro sound. And I said that my friend slash cousin slash girlfriend's roommate, (laughs) Neil, (laughs) made the intro and now we finally get to have you on the podcast which is really exciting yeah now i'm here yay um so before we even jump into anything uh-huh. i would love for you to introduce yourself in your own words mm-hmm. tell us a bit about yourself where you grew up how you identify and a little bit about your music sure thing my name is neil johnson aka louis Libran. i am a queer wiradjuri cis male uh from sydney i grew up mainly out in sydney's west so like Doonside, Blacktown, um, was where I grew up, but uh, my people, our people, are yes, from <laughs> down um, Wagga Wagga and Narendra. So shout out to any of the mob listening um, in on this podcast. Yay! Um, I am a singer-songwriter slash producer, and I make alternative pop slash like electronic pop. Mm-hmm. Um, so artists like... Charlie XCX, um, Lady Gaga, mm-hmm. um, those are huge names, um, and I don't know. <laughs> I'm exactly other. like her, yeah. basically. <laughs> I am, yeah, Lady Gaga. So. <laughs> um, but they're, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That's what I do. That's that's me. Yay, that's awesome. The amount of times, I mean, maybe oversharing. I can edit this out if you want to. I've been at your house slash Tegan's house. Um, and you're like, oh, I'm going to have a shower, everyone. And then I just hear Lady Gaga like blasting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's my whole whole thing. So if anyone listens to my music and it's like, why does it sound like this? It's, all, it's pretty much like Gaga and... Those are the influences. Yeah. Um, some... What's the word? Avant-garde electronic stuff yeah. like Arca and Sevdaliza, if anyone knows of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really great artists, too, who have inspired me. Um, and, yeah, and my music. Cool. Awesome. And you do a little bit of modeling. Don't sell yourself short. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do some modeling. I do... Do you what else? I'm in a band as well. We Go have, on, plug them. We have two <laughs> albums out. Um, we're called The Violet Stones. I play bass and I do backing vocals. I've been with them for like four or going on to five years now. So yeah, it's been great. So just been trying to put out as much music as a solo independent artist as of the past two years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's going great. You're doing so many things. That's so yeah. cool. Um, okay then, cool. So... Obviously, you've done so many things, which is really cool. Uh, uh, very talented. Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> Must because we're family. Yes. <laughs> um, but the reason I wanted to have you on an episode of the podcast today was I've been wanting for a while, actually, to do an episode that kind of focuses around creativity um, and self-expression and identity mm. as explored through music or art or, or whatever a medium that an artist might be using. Yeah. Obviously, in your case, music. Yeah. And I guess explore 
the elements that come with that. So we know, of course, our culture, our community have utilized music, dance, art for thousands and thousands and thousands of years to uh, share knowledge, to uh, share stories, all of those things. Um, and that's something that people in our community continue to use today to, to tell stories, even though those stories might have changed, of mm. course. Um, I'm sure as someone who is creative like yourself, music has been probably a huge part of you exploring different elements of your life or processing different things or even just telling stories that you're wanting to tell. Can you talk to us a little bit about sort of what got you into music and how you utilize that to tell stories and I guess get your voice out there yeah sure so music for me has changed over time in 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 um I guess what it means to me so starting out very early for I know since I can remember Mm. which is me being a um maybe like a four four or five year old going to church with I thought you were rating yourself that you're like I was like a four and now I'm a ten <laughs> <laughs> yeah so since I was young uh going to church was something that exposed me to music really early I grew up in a catholic household uh so my dad's side is aboriginal and on my mum's side she's Maltese so very Catholic, uh, European. Nice um, Catholic or not nice Catholic? Um, it was good. My experience was good. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed the Latin masses. Mm-hmm. I had no idea at all what I was singing or saying. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the music was great, and I loved the music, and I loved singing with a bunch of people I don't know. And <laughs> <laughs> the whole church experience is is kind of where music started for me but as music progressed throughout my life it kind of became like a statement or like a a form of getting your voice out there or writing against the norm Mm -hmm. through music so uh, I've been pretty drawn to political music Mm -hmm. I guess so my mum pretty much raised me on Kiss like Mm -hmm. ACDC or like old classic rock uh, and then that branched off into for me was like metal mm-hmm. and like uh you know teen angst <laughs> all about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> still have my teen angst um <laughs> like my band plays grunge music so mm-hmm. like still all about that and the message that that type of music has and now i'm kind of expressing it in a different way with a different sound and mm-hmm. exploring my own personal experiences through music as well as trying to push like some politics as well mm-hmm. yeah and um so music for me is forever changing mm. and i don't know what i'll sing about in like a year's time mm. so i yeah music's just forever changing it's interesting that you say your music can sometimes have like a, a key sort of like political mm-hmm. message because i find that like a lot of queer or I guess minority musicians a lot of their music can have that really strong political message backing or a really strong emotional message um more so than sometimes I see in just sort of like uh, average mainstream media that's from non-minority groups yeah why do you think that is I think because for me personally I mean I can only speak on my own experiences Mm. and 
what in my own opinions but I guess we just have more to say like <laughs> in that people who don't experience what minorities experience can't really sing about it or talk about it True. and nor should they ever like yeah. <laughs> speak on your own experiences <laughs> like uh, but I think yeah I think we're more political because I there's more injustices that happens to minorities and uh, I guess music is our way of expressing that and letting other minorities out there like us that um, these unjusts are there and it's okay we're aware, aware of them and we're going to speak up about it. Mm. Do you think that's more what's the word I'm thinking of like more tangible of a way for people outside these communities to sort of be introduced to some of these injustices or palatable I should say Mm. than maybe like sitting down and having that really serious conversation um, about this issue or that issue do you think music is something that can sort of like reach beyond that and start to um, have people thinking like oh okay the lyrics of this are actually quite strong and and now maybe I want to go and google this yeah definitely I think I think art is a a great way to express uh, like politics and opinions Mm. um, through like music and melody. I guess music is kind of the distraction or if someone likes a melody, they're not really thinking about Mm. what that melody means unless you're a big like music theory nerd (laughs) like myself and it's like, ooh, what does that that, um, interval mean? Um, But yeah, I guess it's a it's a it's a good way to start talking about uh, topics like this, and for people to to I guess have a look into other people's lives through mm. uh, other people's experiences through music. So I think it's yeah, definitely a more palatable way. Mm. I guess people like if you hear a song versus a speech, mm. like what's grabbing their attention yeah. is more so the music and then later if they enjoy the song like who's really listening to the lyrics mm. until like you really like a song yeah. the amount of songs that we would have listened to as kids and mm-hmm. you're like damn i don't know why someone let me sing those lyrics yeah like oh <laughs> uh, three by britney spears yeah One, two, three, <laughs> like, like why are we singing this it's a, yeah it's a bop but it's <laughs> highly inappropriate for like yeah six-year-olds absolutely me to sing (laughs) (laughs) the choreography (laughs) um okay cool so speaking from your own experience what are some of the issues or topics that you personally have tried to explore in your music either through Mm. your band or personally as well and i guess obviously being a gay male have you experienced sort of backlash for wanting to explore those things or tell your own unique stories i guess what i've spoken about in previous music has been trying to like think back (laughs) to what i first wrote and it was called cycles (laughs) very political um 16 year old me writing um about cycles that i noticed um in media and in like advertisements and it (laughs) was talking about uh the whole going home watching tv after work and wanting an uh unachievable like look or mm-hmm. so it was a it was a i guess it was a song about beauty standards mm-hmm. and i don't know have you ever been like afraid to to say something like you're writing a song and you're oh, like oh def- damn i shouldn't say that definitely not except for swearing i don't have any swear words in my music and that's 
because <laughs> I would picture my nan listening to it and <laughs> her very Catholic self She's being like, this is like, not a bar. <gasps> <laughs> Little Neil just swore. What? <laughs> um, but I guess that comes to, and then on the flip side, I've just wanted to release like a song that honestly just drops the F bomb like mm-hmm. 20 times in a row just to like get it all out because I'm kind of sick of censoring myself. And that's, yeah. that's not, anyone else holding me back that's me um Mm. holding me back but i haven't received any backlash from that's good from any yeah political statements made or Mm -hmm. me expressing my queer self and yeah i don't think i've fully blossomed either Mm. in terms of like my queer expression Mm. um i've only recently come to like dyeing my hair blue Mm. or um you're like very fashionable is the thing thanks and i'm very (laughs) jealous like every time i see you i'm just like man that outfit (laughs) i wear that whole outfit i don't know if that comes from like ocd or like (laughs) my socks gonna match my shirt everything always is 100 percent on point thank you it's um yeah i don't know what that says about <laughs> me or if, if i'm fashionable or if i'm trying to i think you have like it seems from from being someone that knows you like you have a strong sense of self and like you're not afraid to express that through fashion yeah um which is really cool for someone like me who has probably no sense of fashion and i'm always like mm. I don't know. <laughs> what I think people need to do is take risks. Yeah. Take risks. And I'm just not afraid to take risks when it comes to my physical appearance mm-hmm. because people are going to judge no matter what. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I'm just going to live my life the fullest and dye my hair blue if I want or wear makeup on a certain mm-hmm. day if I want to. Like, wear. I'm yeah. trying to think of like a month. I remember like, term. what was it? Your birthday party or something? And yeah. it was, what's the Halloween theme? It was Halloween theme. And themes. you and I were the only people who dressed <laughs> up like slutty. Super slutty. <laughs> um, what was I? I was like a, a, a dead Vampire bride. Or I, was like a, that? I was a dead bride. Yeah. So I totally like gender bended. Yeah. Um, is that the term? Yeah, gender yeah. Be- yeah. Um, I was you were a, like in drag basically. Yeah, pretty much. And we went to the store and bought alcohol and like yep. I could feel the eyes on me, but like it doesn't bother me. In fact, it empowers me. <laughs> it's yeah. like nice. keep, keep looking. But at the same time, I hate stairs, but like, <laughs> it's wicked. It's like, mm, don't take my photo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Libra energy. That's where my stage name comes from because I'm just mm-hmm. just a Libra down to the T. <laughs> and anyone who understands astrology would kind of get that. Yeah. That I'm just this indecisive split kind of person mm-hmm. um okay so talking i guess more about um being a creative person who's also a part of a minority community mm-hmm. have you been able to sort of connect with other people who are from similar lived experiences from you and does that help you sort of feel like you belong in this um i guess you're paving a space out for yourself with other yeah. artists like yourself yeah i'm someone who's quite to themselves like Mm. I can be an extrovert as well as an introvert and um, I'm definitely on the cusp of like extrovert Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in that when it's kind of hard for me to network or speak out or make friends Mm. with people like myself because I don't don't really get out there Mm -hmm. or I'm someone who keeps to themselves but as of recent like we went to the to the First Nations. Mardi Gras, yeah. Mardi Gras. Um, that was so eye-opening for me um, because I've kind of held my 
uh, culture and my like sexuality mm-hmm. as separate. Mm. And I've always, well, being a queer male has made me feel like I can't like be indigenous at the same time or indigenous yeah. people can't. Like you separate those things. Yeah. Absolutely. They're, they're not something that I would normally put together and not like consciously. Yeah. Where of I'm course. like, oh, I'm, I am different to <laughs> indigenous and I'm, di- yeah, it's, it's um, just like a subconscious thing. And, but, yeah as of recent it's been great um yeah that's so funny that um that you had that experience that linked in sort of with coming to mardi gras because i also had that experience of i'd always experienced my um aboriginality and my indigenous community and then my queer community engaging with my sexuality yeah um and Mardi Gras was also that moment for me the first time I went in the parade mm-hmm. of like these two communities coming together and me seeing how much incredible overlap there is. Yeah. Um, both, I guess, if we're if we're going with the the theme of music, yeah. Um, our culture has been u- utilizing music for thousands of years, as I've already said, but yeah. also the queer community, um, music and art and creativity and fashion. Yeah. Um, has also been such a massive part of expression and identity and sharing stories in our community through music um so there's so much overlap and Mm. i think sort of like probably as an artist that's something that's really fun to play with yeah and they're they're going back on what you were saying like there isn't really a space i mean there's no one that like i look up to who Mm. is queer indigenous yeah so i'm i'm trying to pave that way i'm trying Mm. to make like a little sub subcategory for <laughs> myself and um just show like whatever percentage it is out there that queer uh people of color indigenous yeah. people like first nations in general yeah, yeah can can make something of themselves and can express themselves freely and yeah that's that's kind of my goal and one of the reasons why i do music apart from obviously enjoying it mm. and expressing myself is one day hopefully being able to inspire a younger version of me in the future yeah awesome that actually leads really well into my next question which is i get really about do you think that there is enough representation of mm. people like yourselves or minority people in general in the music space yeah. is that how you say it, the music space the music <laughs> industry yeah the, yeah <laughs> yeah both are correct um no i definitely not i don't think that there's yeah, there could definitely be a lot more representation. The How do we get that? Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like I'm not sure. Is it creating our it's... own spaces or is it allies sort of standing up and saying, actually I do want to highlight this? Like Yeah, I guess it's I'm not sure. It's could be support. Mm. Could be support from community or support from um I mean music is is a hard like industry Mm. like it's not not a piece of cake and i don't do it for like the money or Mm. the fame or like all of that um but i think it's a it's a hard industry to to get into and if you're not a commercial kind of image then there's not going to be as much of you like there's no market out there for a, a queer indigenous like i'm not yet not yet that's right um but I think it's starting like we're seeing it come more and more and more like with how mainstream like for example Baker Boy is like as an indigenous artist who sings in language like Electric Fields who are like queer and indigenous like we're seeing it 
in bits and pieces making its way into yeah. mainstream media. Yeah. Um, and I think like, you're a continuation of that and you're right. So many other people are going to be seeing people like yourself putting out music and being creative and, and start doing more of that themselves as well. Yeah. Yeah. Those are two really good examples. I Thanks. Like, oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> oh, my God. You're right. But you're I mean, you're right to be like, I can't think of anyone yeah. because like that's two examples out of however ha- like there's not a lot do you know what i mean like yeah, and that, they've the really ma- only gained popularity in the last few years yeah like yeah that's right and they'd pr- probably be doing music forever like, absolutely it's um definitely the iceberg diagram i don't know if you've seen it like you see the iceberg yeah. and then there's like so much underneath the water mm-hmm. um that's what like anyone's music career is and the fact that like I couldn't think of one mm. and you can only think of two mm. um, says enough about the industry but I I agree when you s- say that there's uh, change coming mm. and I'm sure people are bored of seeing the same old story the same old mm-hmm. love song the same old heteronormative isn't your new song coming out of love song it is <laughs> <laughs> but it's different <laughs> so yeah I, I think um, there definitely needs to be more representation um, whether it's indigenous music um, and queer indigenous music yeah. um, but it's it's good to see that I think I saw TikTok mm. like um, was posting there was like an indigenous no it was Apple Music sorry mm. Apple Music did like an indigenous playlist and it was kind of like the front page of like Australian music and yeah. that's like oh my god I was in the podcast list of that well no not I'm coming out black was yeah <laughs> yeah because someone I am coming out black <laughs> it was me someone sent me a screenshot that's of awesome. like oh here is some indigenous podcast you should listen to yeah and coming out black was on it so that was really awesome wow that's so cool right do you pitch for that or like how do you get on I don't know <laughs> I didn't I don't use Apple stuff so someone that's just so sent cool. it to me yeah that's awesome it's pretty good. Well, change is coming and yeah. we're a part of it, so yeah, yeah. look out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so change is coming. Yeah. We're a part of it. Uh-huh. You have new music coming out. Yeah. Tell us all about it. So, um, <laughs> uh, my new single coming out is called So In Love. Um, originally, I didn't want to put out like a love song just because love songs are predictable. Like, <laughs> they're just... There's so much music out there that's about love, and mm-hmm. love is everything. I mean, like, love is all, all you, you need. need. Yeah. <laughs> that was not scripted. Um, oh, no, that's too good. Yeah, so it, it's hard for me not to write about love when I'm such a sucker for love. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Again... <laughs> Just name other songs that are about love. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's um, I don't know, it was... So it came about, I wrote the song um, of coming off a date with the person that I'm still very much in love with. Um, I love love. (laughs) I love love. Um, Yeah, I remember just coming home and like there was a sense of blissness and I just got on the piano and just... Was this a first date? No, it was like... Just a date? Yeah, it it was just a date and it was just me like really reflecting on my life and like... Um, the the feeling of love if anyone's felt it then <laughs> they can understand what I'm talking about and even though uh, I wrote it so I'll write it on piano and I'll sing it and then I'll leave it in my phone like for some months and then I'll when I was producing mm-hmm. um, I came across the the song and was hesitant to record it mm. because like 
like I said, lovey-dovey, who mm-hmm. cares? Um, but then Me, I thought it was... I can. <laughs> but then I thought it was really important to um, put forth a, a queer love song. And mm-hmm. even though it doesn't maybe sound queer at face value, I mean, like, what is queer? Like, what what does queer But uh, I hate it when there's like? a beautiful love song and then someone goes ahead and ruins it with a pronoun. Like, why? Oh, why like would she, you do that? <laughs> oh, that's Stop. great. Stop. Like, I, I hate listening to a beautiful song and then it's like, he, and I'm like, oh, man. Fuck off. <laughs> no, why didn't you just say they? Just keep it so everyone can sing it. Like, yeah, that's funny. I didn't even <laughs> think about that. But mine has no pronouns. Yay. So it is It is a queer-friendly love song. Yes. Um, thank you for that. No worries. <laughs> uh, yeah, there'll be a music video coming out with it that makes it obviously more gay. Mm-hmm. Um... And yeah, I just wanted to put that in the in the foreground of um, what's to come because I've been teasing on my Instagram that a new era is coming. Mm. And okay, Taylor. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more Gaga. But, you know. Sorry. I think I think every artist ha- has kind of like a chapters. Chapters yeah. because and what really irritates me is when fans are like, "Oh, I like their old music." Like, no artist is going to be yes. the same throughout. Because people change and yep. life changes and growth, yeah, growth, all all that. If someone sounds the same for like their entire yep. career, there's some mainstream people I can think of that I won't <laughs> name. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if, if 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 you're gonna sound the same, like what's what's the yeah. point? Like, I'm excited for growth? it too. Like I've obviously seen snippets of it and mm-hmm. the photos and that sort of thing. It looks yeah. like incredible. It looks thank you, fantastic. Thank you. I put a lot into it, and it's me being like really vulnerable mm. in that. When I talk normally about like uh, politics or like um, or even experiences that I've been through, they're normally hidden in metaphor. Or there's um, there's some English technique that like really hides my feelings <laughs> that you got to go digging for. But this is like me being me talking about feelings. love, yeah. feelings, um, and yeah, capturing a moment in time where. I was just like really high and didn't feel like I can could come down. Mm. Yeah, love. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, so tell us. Well, uh, I mean, spoiler alert. It's uh, out. It is out. Well, yeah. <laughs> like can, by the time this episode goes yeah, up, your music will be out. Yeah. Um. So you can uh, listen to it on Spotify, Apple Music, or the major streaming platforms. Uh, I'll be releasing a music video on YouTube, so mm-hmm. you'll be able to find me on all, all, all my socials are louis libran mm-hmm. that's l-o-r uh, wait no l-o-u-i-s-l-i-b-r-a-n good work wow <laughs> um yeah so many people have pronounced my name wrong like Ooh. even on radio where oh, they'd no. be like someone played my song i think they're from victoria or something on the radio and they said Louis LeBron and I was like oh, oh no that's not me <laughs> that's not how you pronounce it I need to put well I, I added it to my Instagram actually where it has like oh. Lou we yeah and then Libran like nice. like the how you would pronounce it yeah yeah that's I need, good I need to put that in with my press releases yeah so people know how to say my name look at you press releases yeah new music video company didn't you have someone just the other day who started a fan account oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i totally forgot i don't know how that yeah i don't know i just yeah i think it's nice when you have people from well i guess my experience of this is through obviously coming out black Mm. and people inboxing us or meeting people face to face 
um, and then being like, hey, like what you're doing, I really enjoy it. Like yeah. this makes me happy or this helped me in this way. Um, and it's cool to see that people are obviously seeing that in you as well yeah. as an up and coming musician. Yeah. And, um, you know, there probably are people out there who see uh, a minority person creating and think, yeah. fuck, that's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. And then other people who are just like, no, he's, his music's really cool. And it's not about the minority aspect. Yeah. But for some people that is, and it's really important. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's it's it's super cool. I think with the new music coming out, like oh, I hate to talk about twenty twenty, like it's triggering <laughs> for anyone. But um, really, really, the year lit a fire under my ass and mm. was like, get to work because the world could end. You better work, bitch. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> As the good old Britney Spears says, I, you were about to say Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> They both start with B, okay, don't go. <laughs> um, yeah, you better work. And uh, I just really wanted to try my hardest, like, with the music coming out that you'll be seeing and mm. hearing. And, yeah, the, the photo shoot that I, I arranged for it and then, like, seeing the photos, mm. I was like, I just really want to push my music so people can see these photos. Right? Because <laughs> they're stunning. <laughs> but... You got honey in your eyes, didn't you? Oh, my God. It was the worst. <laughs> oh, um, that's so funny. Cool. Okay. Well, I think that just about wraps up our conversation today, which wow. is a bummer because how fun has it been? So great. So <laughs> great to be on Coming Out Black. Yay. Okay, so we're going to be tagging Neil in all of, obviously, the posts that's come out along with this episode. Um, so you can go follow him, check out the music, uh, which is out right now. Hurry up as soon as you stop listening <laughs> to this. Go, go, go. <laughs> Finish the episode first yeah. and then, and come, then you come over to my page. Yeah. Yeah, come listen. Okay, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks. Thank you, Neil. Thank you. Bye. Bye.